Announcement. The revolution will not be televised. I repeat, the hemp revolution will not be televised. Welcome to the Hemp Revolution Podcast, the global hotspot for the buzz and the cannabis. Hear the secrets of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules, innovating business, and changing history forever. Immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game. Now here's your hosts, James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez. What's up, guys? Sonia Gomez coming to you from Denver, Colorado on another episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast, where we are sharing and telling the real story of cannabis and hemp from the eyes of the entrepreneurs who are pushing this industry forward. As you know, it's our mission to empower you with the truth so that you can make educated decisions about how you are caring for yourself and the people that you love or otherwise enjoying this beautiful gift of life. So if you're looking for products, check us out at medicalsecrets.com. And if you are a budding entrepreneur or a business owner in this space, shoot me a email. I'd love to hear your story. Sonia at medicalsecrets.com. Guys, there we have been going through a pretty unique time. And by the time you hear this episode, hopefully we are on the other side of it. But the COVID-19 or coronavirus scare that has been sweeping the nation and the world really has got the it has got the world and several of its industries in a tizzy. CBD and cannabis in some cases have been immune, but in other cases are suffering just like many of the other small businesses in our space. My guest today, Joe, uh, Joe is, do you say Bose? I, I say Boise like Idaho to keep it simple. Okay. Joe Boise and, uh, and he, let's see, are the owner of CBD Time in Lexington, Kentucky. He is a veteran and a veteran family-owned business. Started using CBD last year, and it has helped him to get off of his pain medications. Um, Their goal is to help people make good decisions and get them a quality product at really good prices and rates. Um, He's been serving his community locally there in Lexington and is also having to make some pretty tough decisions right now in lieu of the coronavirus or COVID-19 scares. Put your hands together and help me welcome my good friend, Joe Boise. How's it going, Joe? Uh, uh, in light of the circumstances, it's, it's going pretty well. I have my health today, so that, that's, that's one good start. Lot to be grateful for as far as that goes. Many folks who are not so lucky. Um, tell me, for, let's let's kick off and tell our community a little bit more about who you are and um, what you're up to in this space. Okay, uh, my name's Joe Boise, and I am the owner of CBD Time, and uh, we're a small, locally owned, uh, veteran-owned um, store in Lexington, Kentucky. And um, uh, uh, we've been trying to provide good quality CBD products along with education. We want to help the customer make good decisions. Um, And that's one thing I always try to emphasize uh, to our customers, regardless if you get it from me or somebody else, to make sure that the person behind the counter is able to tell you about what you're getting. And if if they are not able to tell you about what you're getting, then you're in the wrong spot. And that's that's been our motto and goal from day one. 
And uh, but we also do essential oils. Uh, prior to the coronavirus, we were doing massage and chiropractic care, but uh, uh, due to the coronavirus. Uh, at this stage, we've had to shut that aspect of the business down uh, because of um, it's mandatory. But also, uh, due to the, uh, the coronavirus, we've also shut the doors, and we're we're still doing delivery and mail order. Uh, and and I, and some of our customers, uh, I've got the phone forwarded to myself. They'll call me, and I'll arrange to meet them if if we can. And uh, but. Right now, business is very slow. I think a lot of people are using money for other things, and plus people are losing their jobs right now. Businesses are closing down. I went to do a forwarding yesterday of my address, and there was no slips left because uh, they had told me at the post office that so many businesses had come in because they were closing. So that's what's going on here in Lexington. I'm going to make an assumption that a lot of this is going through throughout the whole 50 states. But uh, that that's my, my end of it at this stage. It's so interesting to see and hear how this particular health crisis is affecting this industry. When When all of this started, first of all, were you personally shook by the announcement of the virus? How closely have you been following um, what's been happening there? Well, uh, I mean, at the beginning, uh, you know, you for myself, I was just thinking, oh, it's just another virus or another bug. And, uh, you know, I was just trying to go on about my way. But, you know, every day things kept getting worse and worse and more serious. And I guess it finally hit at home once they started canceling all the sporting events. And once that started happening, then I realized this is a lot more serious than anything else we've ever dealt with before. And uh, and it's just been a snowball effect ever since. How how are you seeing it affect your communities? You're seeing businesses shut down. Um, you know, talk to me about the about the shift in your own business. Uh, let's say December of last year. What kind of business were you doing, and compared to now? Well, uh, well, uh, December of last year, we were just starting this process, so we we didn't open the doors until May. So we're almost at the year point right now. But the, uh, for example, on the declining business in the last two weeks uh i mean it's it, it's we're getting maybe one tenth of the customer base that we were before wow that's so significant and that for you feels like temporary shutdown didn't trump say that there was relief for small businesses yes i'm uh, I've contacted the s b a I'm in the process of filling the paperwork out and hopefully we can get some relief i've I've already had conversations with my landlord uh and he's willing to you know work out something temporarily, but I don't know how long i mean he has bills to pay too so uh I'm grateful he's at least uh, showing leniency at this stage and uh, hopefully you know this uh in a month or two this uh all be gone and we can move forward and uh, begin a normal life again. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how are some of your clients, some of your more steady clientele responding or reacting to the, uh, to the challenges or fear of COVID? Well, I, I, I am blessed that we've built a lot of good relationships in, in the last, since we've opened. Uh, and so I do have a lot of people that call me and, uh, and, and ask how we're doing or message me and, and whatnot. And I, and I hope by having a steady client base that, uh, that, that'll be enough to get us through all this and, uh, and we can move forward, uh, once, once life gets back to that normal, normalcy. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to the normalcy as well. Um, when you were getting into business, why did you choose to do a brick and mortar store versus an online marketplace? The fact uh, I like the face-to-face contact. I'm a little old school. Uh, I'm not the most tech-savvy person in the world, uh, and I just like building relationships. and um, And and as I said at the beginning, one of our main goals is to educate the customer to help them make a good decision. Uh, to let them know what they're getting, uh, you know, and and, uh, and and you don't get that by by e-commerce. Yeah, you know, I I have to agree with you. I love the I love the in-person contact, but I've also found quite a bit of success online, and I think that. Um, having a combination of both, you know, makes it quite a bit easier to weather the storm when situations like this arise. If you do have to close your doors permanently, what does that mean for your customers and your clientele or for your business as a whole? Do you think that you'll try and move into online or are you going to shut down um, completely from the business if you can't reopen? Well, uh, I mean, I haven't really thought about I, I try to be optimistic and positive and so i haven't really thought about shutting down completely i know it's probably something i need to start thinking about and and, and putting a plan into place just in case that does happen but uh, uh me and my wife we uh we've talked a little bit just about the shutting down temporarily at this stage but her whole goal is to to move forward with this and uh and, and keep this going but uh again right now this is something nobody's ever experienced so we have no idea how long this is going to last uh and we can only be uh hope uh, optimistic and hope it's short term and uh and things go back to normal i mean the worst case scenario if this goes on longer than expected uh uh, I think that that's going to be the deal about shutting the door down. And then maybe we will look into an, an e-commerce option or moving in a different direction. Um, man, I'm so sorry that that is a decision that you're having to make right now. And it's really sad to see how this virus, um, you know, is affecting so many businesses, including yourself. Could you have anticipated anything like this happening or did you assume that it was going to be business as usual? I just assumed business as usual. I don't think anybody could have ever anticipated this right here. Uh, I mean, 
you know, this is the worst thing I've seen in my lifetime. I, I, I try to put it in light to 9-11, but, you know, with 9-11, after, after about four or five days, businesses went back to normal and, uh, you know, we moved forward and moved on and we grew stronger as a country. And, and hopefully, you know, this is a short term and, and we can grow strong as a country again. And, uh, and, uh, one of the things I hope we learn from this, uh, is that we become more independent and not depend on other countries for the things that we need. Are you working now with any veteran um, organizations to may or may not be suffering from this virus? I am not. I uh, did. Do you, do you hold inventory or do you um, do, do companies fulfill it for you? I have inventory. Yeah. I have a, I have a nice, uh, nice little chunk of inventory right now in my store. Nice, nice. And then, and you're still doing deliveries and stuff too to to serve your clients, right? Yeah, uh, uh, delivering local, and then anything that's you know outside of thirty minutes, I'm willing to mail or, and and even with certain customers, I'm willing to meet them at the store and just open up temporarily and let them get what they need, or even meet them somewhere. So sweet. Um, I think that that's really good. I think it's really good to continue to be a service to your community. Um, what, what's next for you? If you decide not to open your doors, what do you think is going to be the next thing for you to do? Ooh, uh, that, that, that's something that, again, I haven't really thought much about because I anticipated doing this for the next several years and, and on and on until, uh, I retire. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm good. This is the second business I've owned. Um, and uh, it's very time consuming to start something and, and walk it through. It's seven day, seven days a week working hardly any time for yourself. Uh, and uh, so I, I don't, I'm getting older and I, I'd like to take a vacation again, which is something I haven't done in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to do another business or if I'm just going to try to maybe get a regular job again. Uh, I mean, there's that entrepreneurship in me that I want to do, be independent and work for myself and do something. But there's also a part that I'd like to have a, a regular life again. Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. I'd like, my my uh, daughter's preschool shut down for the next month, and I'll tell you, I'm ready for regular life again. <laughs> it's gets it gets real real fast around here having all the yes. kids at home. So, is all your family healthy and happy though? Uh, yeah, as far as I know, um, I mean my. I'm originally from Germany, so all my blood families in Germany. Uh, I grew up in in Kentucky. Uh, I have a stepfather, and and um, he's doing well, and and that side of the family, everybody's doing well that I'm aware of. And uh, my wife is originally from Thailand, and 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 all her family is healthy as of right now. Nice. 
Nice. So sweet. Well, I'm so grateful for you for spending the time with us and for all of the work that you are doing and have done in your community. I'm sure they are so grateful. Um, where can folks find you if they want to try and get product from you or are interested in following your journey while you're going through this, um, this uh, time.store is our webpage. Uh, we don't have e-commerce, uh, but we are taking orders over the phone. Uh, and our phone number is 859-335-6447. Uh, but on the on our webpage, you can see all, um, all of our inventory, what we have, uh, and the prices. Uh, but, um, you know, I just welcome anybody to call me and... Uh, and I'm more than willing to work with you and uh, help you get the best product for yourself. Amazing. Well, for those of you guys who are tuning in, all of the social media links and, and websites will be listed around this episode. I'm so grateful to you for um, joining us on today's podcast and really just enjoying hearing your story. I know so many people are suffering in different ways as a result of this virus and you know, I pray that all of those, all of us from, from one corner of the earth to the next can remain healthy and strong and that we can quickly see our communities and families recover from the impacts of this, you know, terrible sickness and illness. Um, so God bless you and your family. And, and uh, please let us know if there's anything that we can do to help. And for those of you guys who are tuning in, remember to be kind to your neighbors and do your best to support local businesses. Um, you know, everybody is going through their own trials and tribulations and fears around, around this very scary virus. So remember to be kind to one another and be as supportive as you possibly can check on your old people and veterans as they have done their part to make sure that, um, you know, that we have been well taken care of and protected and safe in our home environments as well. Uh, so, Joe, I thank you for your service to this country and to your community and um, for being a guest on our show. And for those of you guys who are tuning in, make sure that you check out the blog, show notes, um, and highlights from today's show. Stay healthy and strong. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Sonia Gomez, and this is the Hemp Revolution Podcast. We'll see you on our next show, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. We took notes on this episode for you, along with all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Get them free on the show notes page here at www.medicalsecrets.com. If you love this show and our content, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really want to help us get the message out there, please rate, review, and tell all your friends. With your help, we can continue to reach the world with our message. And until next time, we hope you join the hemp revolution. And we challenge you to dream big and love the life you live.